Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Well, Major League Baseball is expected to make a proposal today to the Players Association. As the two sides meet by teleconference, economic and competitive issues are on the agenda. It marks the first meeting since the league locked out the players on December 2nd. Let's hope some negotiation momentum builds so they can look to end the lockout. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, January 13th. Good morning. I'm a Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. I want to turn the clock back to September, when many projected at the start of the NFL season that the league would see a very strong year when it came to viewership. Well, the final numbers show that to be true. The NFL saw its strongest viewership since 2015, yes, six years, averaging 17.1 million viewers this season on television and on streaming platforms. That number is up 10% from 2020, which was what the projection by many experts was, that ratings and viewership would be up 10%. The 2021 season also had the benefit of an extra week. So that means extra national windows for both CBS and Fox. The most viewed programming, NBC Sunday Night Football, that was up 11% from 2020. That averaged 19.3 million viewers. Fox was the second most viewed window. That was up 2% from last year. CBS was up a healthy 9% from 2020. And Monday Night Football on ESPN was up big, more than 11% from 2020. Let's face it, they had better games on Monday Night Football this year. Let's break down the numbers a little bit more, thanks to our Austin Carp. Can you guess the most watched game of the regular season? Well, it was the Raiders-Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. That was a great game. That is the third best NFL regular season game on record. The Cowboys, they are a tremendous draw. They still are. The Cowboys played in seven of the top 20 most watched games this season. Another big draw, Tom Brady. Love him or hate him, the Tom Brady Buccaneers played in five of the 20 most watched games of the season. So it's a great television product. We know that. And the NFL has a strong story when it comes to viewership this year. Let's move on. Our John Aran had details of a big story being announced today. Sinclair's Diamond Sports Group has obtained the rights to stream games from 16 NBA teams later this year. A formal announcement is expected to come today on Thursday. That's per our John Aran. We talked about this on Monday on the Buzzcast as the deal, which was originally reported by Bloomberg, was necessary for Sinclair to launch a direct-to-consumer platform later this year. Sinclair will launch the service with the NBA games. Also, they have rights to 12 NHL teams and four Major League Baseball teams. So subscribers to the streaming service will be able to watch the games in their local market for a monthly fee. The games will still be available on Sinclair's Bally Sports Regional Sports Networks, but the stream games will not, will not be available nationally. 
So why is this important? Well, it could be a stepping stone to a larger direct-to-consumer business. Who owns that is undecided. But the NBA and the NHL want to do deals like this as a way to keep the regional sports networks viable as long as possible. We've talked about the challenges facing the RSNs today. Now, executives with both the NBA and NHL have wanted to keep Sinclair's regional sports networks up and running while getting a head start on developing a direct-to-consumer business. They believe, eventually, the business will shift from the regional sports linear networks to a direct-to-consumer offering that when that comes is to be determined, but that is the future. Now, all eyes are on whether Sinclair can reach a similar deal with Major League Baseball that it did with the NBA. But a big step for Sinclair as it develops this direct-to-consumer offering, it was also helped by a $600 million financing loan that was reported earlier in the week by Bloomberg. So keep your eye on that story. You know, we've talked a lot about Endeavor's efforts to buy up a number of minor league baseball teams. They bought nine minor league baseball teams in December. They have eyes on a lot more. But now that effort is getting the attention of the Major League Baseball Players Association. Reports overnight state that the Players Association could push Endeavor to choose between owning the teams or representing players. Now, the union sent a letter to WME's baseball agents and stated they have a conflict of interest in the wake of Endeavor buying those teams. So remember, the teams are owned by a newly formed subsidiary of Endeavor's called Diamond Baseball Holdings. And of course, WME Sports, another Endeavor subsidiary, represents players. So where does this all end up? This will be a dispute. I bet it goes to some form of arbitration. Endeavor will argue that its Diamond Baseball Holdings is a separate company from WME Sports and that Diamond Baseball Holdings doesn't have any control of players or or playing time or on-the-field decisions. So this is a story that will be watched by everybody in the minor league, major league baseball community, but also the agent community. So keep your eye on that. Let's shift to golf. The PGA Tour wants its own version of Formula One's Drive to Survive, and they have teamed with Netflix for a new show, which will debut next year, and now they have buy-in from a strong cast of players, including five of the top seven players in the world, and you need the buy-in for the top players to have the storylines. So in addition to the players, all four majors are also on board, so that will be part of the storytelling. The show still doesn't have a name, but it confirmed the participation of 22 players, including Dustin Johnson and Jordan Spieth. But among those still not participating are Tiger Woods, uh, Phil Mickelson, Rory McIlroy. They have still not signed up. A report on Golf.com said that the PGA Tour is eager to show the real life of the players, warts and all, and that's key. And that Commissioner Jay Monahan has been very open-minded about the content, and he has been a crucial voice in bringing the production to market. So the PGA Tour, looking to have its own version of of Formula One's Drive to Survive. Look for more details on this Netflix show later this year. It will debut next year. Nike has told some employees they will be fired on Saturday because they haven't met Nike's deadline to show proof of their COVID vaccination and have not received an exemption 
for religious or medical reasons. Columbia Sportswear, also in Oregon, will also take similar measures and will begin firing unvaccinated corporate employees as of February 1st. So Columbia Sportswear's mandate doesn't apply to its retail workers, but these are examples of two companies, Nike and Columbia Sportswear, taking very aggressive employment policies around vaccinations. And let's end our morning buzzcast around people like we normally do. First, Andrew Marchand of the New York Post reports that the talented college football writer Pete Thamel will move from Yahoo Sports to ESPN. And the idea is to make Pete Thamel the Adam Schefter of college football. Now, Pete Thamel is very well connected, and so this move makes complete sense to me. And we talked about sports and entertainment earlier. Well, former ESPN executive Connor Shell, well-known in entertainment circles, remember he started Words and Pictures, a content studio that was launched last year. Well, Connor Shell announced his core team yesterday. Former ESPN Films executive producer Libby Geist, who worked on 30 for 30 and The Last Dance, she will be the head of documentaries. Libby Geist, very well regarded, very talented, was an SBJ 40 under 40 honoree as well. Another SBJ 40 under 40 honoree, Aaron Cohen, who is a well-known writer and producer of sports documentaries, will be head of development. And yes, I'm sorry to keep saying this, but another SBJ honoree, a New Voices Under 30 honoree, Marie Margolis, who was an ESPN senior manager, will be vice president of documentaries for Connor Shell's word and picture. So Connor Shell putting his team together, all of them, Connor Shell, Libby Geist, Aaron Cohen, and Marie Margolis have all been recognized by SBJ in the past. We will now look for a slate of productions coming from words and pictures in the days ahead. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, January 13th. Don't forget, nominations for our 2022 Sports Business Awards will close next Tuesday, January 18th. Again, that is the buzzcast. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day on this Thursday. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.